0: Flavors and Knowledge is a bilingual podcast focusing on gastronomic education in relation to a healthy lifestyle through food first. Our philosophy carries a moral obligation of sharing sensible knowledge to generate social awareness. Podcasts are in English with an accent and Italian. Hello friends, welcome back to Flavors and Knowledge, the food learning podcast where we strive for honest food talk and few opinions. I'm Chef Walter. When we think of the Romans and their diet, we quickly imagine lavish banquets and unusual postures. So let's discover how our ancestors celebrated food and life by going in too deep in the ancient rituals of a Roman daily meal. The diet of the Romans were discontinuous, capable of passing from one end to the other, from a sum of daily frugality to the excesses of wine and meat during banquets, in which excess was often the rule. A Roman day began at sunrise and ended at sunset, oscillating between 10 to 12 hours. The length of the hours was variable as it depended on the actual time of light. Much similar to today's diet, three main meals generally marked the food intake of the ancient Romans. Abundant breakfast in the early morning, known also as Ientaculum in Latin, light meal at noon, known as Prandium, and the main meal in the late afternoon, known as today's dinner. The Prandium was the only meal of the Romans engaged in war, politics, and any other activities that required labor. Conversely, dinner belonged to the time of uh, relaxation known as otium, essentially fun and peace. The dining structure of the individual meals varied according to historical periods, family status, and whether they lived in an urban center or the countryside. A Roman of the Archaic period was satisfied with a frugal meal in the evening, known as Vesperna, and from the 2nd century BC, it was also necessary to issue special sumptuary laws to limit per capita spending on convivial dinners. The yentaculum took place between 8 and 9 in the morning, ranged from country bread dipped in wine, a custom which was obtained by the Greek invasions, to olives, eggs, or cheese, perhaps remaining from the previous evening's dinner. Milk, specifically from sheep or goat, was reserved for children, accompanied by fresh, salted, or sweetened brioche made with pure honey and consumed on way to school. The pastries, such as brioche and other forms, were created by the Pistur Dulciarus, the equivalent of today's pastry chef. Around noontime, the sixth and the seventh hour of the day, the advent of Prandium took place, consisting of a snack made during the break from work, Either brought from home or for the lucky ones who were a few coins in their pockets, bought from street food vendors and public places. Thus it was possible to dine with a certain ease, especially in the vicinity of trendy places during the day. In the Forum and at the Roman baths, for instance, a swarm of refreshment places abounded. So, it was a normality, or an easy choice for you to purchase food along the way. It was unnecessary to get too busy looking for one place to dine, since shrewd owners sent their boys throughout the center streets and inside the factories to sell delicious, freshly made food, hot or cold, and made also according to the season's needs. If you hate it home. Leftovers from the day before were popular, and often cold and quick dishes to be eaten standing up and without the luxury of sitting down at a local and expensive canteen. The cena fell around between the 10th and the 11th hour of the day. This meal could have consisted of a single dish if you ate alone, and it was also called domicenium, or transformed into an occasion for a banquet for about 50 courses, as in the famous banquet of the well known Trimalchone. The men attended a convivial dinner always laying down. If the women intervened and were present, they were traditionally seated. They ate in covered places for insect protections, perhaps houses, porches, or garden. Surmounted by something called the vellum, a transparent curtain which would protect them from the hot sun or perhaps unwanted elements in the atmosphere. Romans share the pleasures of the table within a well defined social group, typically family, business associates, friends of the same age, professional or priestly colleagues. The banquets were not the prerogative of the rich alone. When the economic situation of the landlords required it, invited guests contributed by bringing foods to help alleviate the cost or simply offer culinary variants to the table. Pretty much what we do today, perhaps in a reduced version. And that is all for this episode of Flavors and Knowledge under Daily Meals and the rituals of the ancient Romans. Please follow this podcast on anchor.fm or any of your preferred platforms. Follow us on YouTube under the Chef Walter's Cooking School page for a brief educational videocast. In addition, our website flavorsandknowledge.com will offer all the necessary information on our services, products, and programs. Lastly, if you're in for a new vacation, you may want to consider our food and culture tours to Italy. If you're in a kitchen today or tonight, always keep your eyes on the fire and we'll reconnect on the next round for another interesting food talk and few opinions. Invest in your health through food. Stay well. Ciao, ciao. Favors and Knowledge is brought to you by Chef Walter's Cooking School in Cranston, Rhode Island. For classes, workshops, events, and programs, please visit our website at chefwalterscookingschool.com. For all other services offered by Chef Walter's Food Group, check out our main website, chefwalter.com.